0: Welcome to the Plan Dulce, a podcast by the Latinos in Planning Division of the American Planning Association. So this year seems to be the year for electric mobility. More people are switching to electric cars and getting e-scooters or even trying out electric bikes. There's different programs across the city that we're seeing pop up um, aiming to support the use of electric mobility. For example, municipalities are offering rebate programs to subsidize the cost of e-bikes, which can range from $500 to over $2,000. And there's also programs that introduce people to e-bikes and how they can be used in everyday life to run errands or even commute to work or just, you know, getting around town. So today we're speaking with uh, Carla Velasco and Yolanda Rodarte who will share more about the program that they've been a part of in Los Angeles. So, Carla and Yolanda, could you please introduce yourselves um, and then give our listeners just kind of a general overview of the program, please?
1: Absolutely. So, my name is Carla Velasco. I am a Community Relations Specialist at the Housing Authority of the City of Los Angeles. And I'm going to refer to the agency as HACLA for short, because it's pretty long. And part of my main role is having the privilege to work with the residents and resident leadership at a couple of our public housing sites, and one of which is Rancho San Pedro. I'll hand it over to Ms. Yolanda.
2: Hi, um, good afternoon. My name is Yolanda Rodarte. I'm a resident here at Rancho San Pedro. I have lived here for five years, and I'm a community coach. So a community coach is a, um, a community engagement developed by Hucla. Um, The program is designed to provide training and experience to to the residents who are participating in um, to be a community coach. And also, we provide um, we inform actually we inform to our residents about the programs and services available to them.
0: Carla, did you want to give? Uh... General sense, just so people understand what the program is. Yes, absolutely. So, to give a really
1: good overview of the program, it's really important to talk about the partnerships that started it all. So, Hackla in twenty nineteen um, started a partnership with LA Clean Tech Incubator, which is Lacy for short. Um, they are a nonprofit organization creating opportunities for an equitable green economy by working on zero emission transportation initiatives at underserved communities in Los Angeles. So LACI through the Clean Mobility Options Project Voucher funded this shared um, e-bike pilot program at Rancho San Pedro. So an RFP went out for the service provider to which it was awarded to Pedal Movement, um, to which they have actually operated a similar bike share program in the city of Long Beach. So HACLA in this partnership provides the domain basically um the space access and target consumer which is for our residents of rancho san pedro this program is exclusively available to only residents that live in rancho san pedro um so we also lead the effort in community outreach um to which miss yolanda is a part of with our community coach program
0: amazing um yolanda actually um Would you want to talk a little bit more about uh, what you do with the program?
2: We actually do. um, Let me get my my notes. Yes, of course. Take your time. (laughs) We do a lot of stuff. So so we actually inform um, to the residents about programs and services available to them in the community. We also... um, involved in all the development activities that we have in our communities so there's a lot of things that um, we do um, sometimes we have our schedule very extensive sometimes we <laughs> yeah. that and sometimes we not but mm-hmm. also each other people or other residents to be involved in the in the community
1: right and if I I'm can straight. jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the community coach program in this setting in specific is just our residents being ambassadors, right, for the program. They collect resident input on the program and relate back to us, Lacey, Petal Movement, and HACLA to provide adequate solutions to any issues that come up with the service. So that the coaches actually also were at the table since the beginning of the partnership and designing the program. So from choosing the name of the program, Good to Go Bikes, to designing mm-hmm. the logo, testing out electric bikes to in order to choose the best user-friendly bicycles, and designing what reasonable price rate um, would work for our subscription. So they've been really involved since the beginning, and now they're kind of transitioning over to um, teaching other residents on how to book the, the service. So. Downloading the application, um, how to unlock and lock the bikes. So they they beca- they were the trainees, or they were being trained, and now they're the trainers.
0: <laughs> Amazing! Wow, you guys play such a key role. I feel like <laughs> um,
1: absolutely.
0: Um. So, with the article that I came across, I saw that you will have um sixteen e-bikes and four e-cargo bikes. A afford- um mm-hmm available you know at an affordable price uh, what has kind of been the response so far from residents uh, to the program um, what has been you know some kind of some of the feedback that y'all have gotten so far
1: so um, the program is still pretty new right so we right now we have 28 registered users with the support of the community coaches each each community coach has a goal of signing up five residents. So they've been doing really well with that, um, and so each each user that registers has to do like a test, uh, like a test onboarding session with either a community coach or one of our um, one of Pedal Movement's employees, which is actually also a resident. Um, so yeah, wow. There's been like at least twenty eight rides, and then about four independent um, bookings. So. It's slowly, you know, building traction. Um, mm-hmm. And right now we're in, the, we're in the beginning phases of getting more and more users.
0: Um, yeah, that so. sounds great. Um, yeah, it's always tricky to, when it's a brand new program, you know, uh, it takes time uh, for people to, you know, one, learn about it, become curious about it, and then want to engage with it. So 28 sounds really good. <laughs> um, Can I?
2: Okay. Yeah, please, please, go ahead. It's been slow right now because you know we have a lot of rain in California and it's been so cold, also. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, many residents I have one update with another resident who told me that he feels like nervous using an e bike because obviously it's electric, right? But they don't know if it's going to ride so fast or slow, how they're going to use it. So it's been now. Kind of slow in that way.
0: Yeah. Have people been more drawn to the regular e-bikes or to the cargo ones? Has there been anything there?
2: It's been true. I think the cargo ones, it's going to be most usually used by women. Because, you know, we we go to the groceries. Um, Probably we could keep a little one in there because they have a strap. We don't know that yet. For sure, but work I don't know, but um the solo ones I think is gonna be a, a hit.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen people put kids in cargo bikes, so totally <laughs> <laughs> a possibility. Uh, amazing. So I know this is just getting started. Uh, could you please share kind of you know the timeline for it? Like, is there a timeline? Uh, and then kind of what your team is looking for in terms of are there certain goals that you all have? Uh, I know that the goal is to have like each ambassador like sign five people up. Um, yeah. What what are some kind of the goals and maybe metrics that you all are using, if any, to see whether the pilot was successful or like where, you know, um, more adjustments could be made? Yes, absolutely. Now, goal setting is definitely really
1: important, especially for a pilot program. Um, I know that there are certain goals probably set based on um, how the funding works, right? And the expectations that the funder has um, and how many registered users. Um, for us specifically, since we are leading community engagement um, and you know, the community coaches are on the ground and able to um, at least spread the word right I think right now I would say main goal is to start the culture like Miss Yolanda mentioned there's a lot of residents that are kind of iffy you know or not sure if that service would be for them because they haven't had the opportunity before for an electric bicycle so it's really working on, um, engaging the other residents since this is only available for our residents at Rancho and spreading the word and getting more people on bikes so one of the ways that we're attempting to do this is having a community bike ride um, that we're starting this month and hopefully we can do one you know every month but basically we invite the community to hop on a bike if you have your own bike and it's not electric that's fine too it's just really getting people writing.
0: That's yeah, I'm so happy that you brought up culture because that's so true. And um so no, actually I just bought an e bike. <laughs> um but I, I it took me a while. I was thinking about it for a while because you're right, like it it's like you almost have to see it so many times. There's like a threshold, I feel like. Uh so culture is such a big Uh, component of that uh, and that yeah that definitely takes time and I feel like it's best when somebody that you know introduces you to it so I guess these rides sound amazing because yeah then you know maybe they can introduce other people and possibly have like a ripple effect maybe and I like that anybody can join even on their regular bike so I guess, um, what advice, if any, uh, would you give for maybe other housing authorities uh, wanting to do something similar? Are there any um, takeaway lessons from how the project got started? I don't know how, I I can't quite recall how long you said the whole process took, you know, to like even launch uh, since there were so many partners involved. Um, yeah, anything, uh, anything there? I, I would say that if we can
1: inspire other housing authorities to um, provide this service to their residents, it'd be amazing. And my, my recommendation would be to really take a page from our book of having the residents at the forefront um, for, you know, from designing the program or receiving feedback if that's something that the residents there would be interested in. Um I think that's what's made our efforts here really successful. This is actually our second pilot program um with Lacy. Um we actually have an electric vehicle uh share mobility program as well at Rancho oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, so that's amazing! Okay, could you share a little bit more about that one too? <laughs> yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> so full transparency, I started in the middle, like towards the end when it was already getting established. So I wasn't at the beginning conversations or designing mm-hmm. of that program, but um, you know, it's it's been amazing. They have um, two electric vehicles on site available for residents' use. Again exclusive only for residents um, and our service provider for that program is Envoy and they basically manage the the administrative um, support of the program um, and it's been a really, really successful program. I think Ms. Yolanda can, uh, can attest to how much residents are, are always asking, hey, we need more cars here. We, we need more electric vehicles. That's really funny.
2: Yeah, we only two electric cars in the community. So we have 478 units from those units. We have big families and many of them, they don't have a car. Like for myself, I don't I don't know how to drive, but my husband had the experience to drive one of the electric cars. And it's so beyond. It's, it's an experience that I think everyone has to have.
0: My friend has an electric car and yeah, it's very different. <laughs> it's so much quieter. So
1: yeah. um, much quieter,
0: smoother ride.
2: <laughs> Especially yeah. with the that are so high. I mean,
0: yeah. it's
2: mm-hmm. very to have an electric car.
0: Yeah. We have our own
1: charging station as well on site. Right. So... That's another plus. Nobody has to really have to figure out where they're going to charge unless, you know, they're taking an extended uh, trip.
0: Oh, that's super handy. Uh, I know that's always a huge challenge um, for EV owners, where to charge. So going back to the e-bike program, uh, what have been kind of, I don't know, have there been any moments that you've, um, I don't know, just that just kind of stuck out to you or you were like oh like I love this like I don't know where you yourself maybe felt inspired or um yeah what have been some of your favorite moments from the process so far? Solanda you want to go first?
2: Well it's um having an electric bike than a regular bike because most of the residents have bikes especially in children's if you have children's Of course, you're going to have a bike, but having an electric bike, it will give you a boost, you know, because here in San Pedro, we have a lot of hills Mm -hmm. and those are very heavy to walk. And having an electric bike gives you that extra boost, you know, to to ride a bike, especially with the cargo ones that if you need to go to the grocery store or even go shopping. because we have a lot of stores nearby so having Mm -hmm. the electric bike will give you a peace of mind that you're not going to be peddling hard
0: (laughs) thank you especially in the summer I imagine (laughs) I think it's yeah it's super tough um thank you for sharing that um Carla did you have anything (laughs) yeah absolutely I have a couple of
1: my favorite moments in this process. Um, I just realized I didn't mention how long this the timeline was really. I think at the beginning when we, we decided that, you know, or it was decided that we were going to have this um, pilot program at Rancho as well. Um, like getting, you know, the partnerships together, it was fairly quick. Um, mm-hmm. So the actual com- conversations and the signing of the program, I think it was, fairly quick what took longer was execution and again permitting insurance issues that took us a whole year from Mm -hmm. us demoing the bicycles like I mentioned the coaches were able to choose which Mm -hmm. bicycles were easier for them to use from that demo it took it maybe like a year later for it to actually launch right so for me it was very special seeing the bicycles at Rancho San Pedro seeing the hub being created, like the gates, everything being installed. To me, it was a special moment. Um, And yeah, one of my favorite moments.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, when you put in so much time and effort into something, um, it feels really good when you can actually see it. I would like to share, I don't think we
1: mentioned how much the service is
0: actually. Um, The subscription. Uh-huh. Good point. The article just said affordable, like an affordable rent. Um, does, does yes. yes. <laughs> because we really want to like
1: drive it home that this is really a for- an affordable option for our residents.
2: Mm-hmm. So we actually
1: have two um, two options, two sub- subscription options. The first one is a monthly subscription and it's basically designed for the uh, the person that knows that they're going to check out this bike several times a month. So with just $20 a month, they get 20 hours free for the whole month to use. And if they use up those 20 hours, each hour after that is just 50 cents to ride. And you're only charged while you're riding. So let's say if you take a bike to work, the commute is only 20 minutes. um, Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's staying there. It's not getting, you're not getting charged. You're only getting charged the 20 minutes, basically.
0: Cool. Um, that it
1: took you to get there yeah the second option is the pay as you go so it's basically for the you know the person that is only really using it maybe once or twice you know very sparingly and it's mm-hmm. two dollars to check out um the bicycle and it, it pays for your first hour and then after each hour it's 50 cents so as you that can is tell, very
0: that is very affordable <laughs> yes it is <laughs> I wish had it out here.
1: Right. That's the that's the whole goal, right? And I think that's what I really want to drive home in this conversation is that for you know um, these uh, eco friendly um, transportation options to be equitable, you really have to make it accessible, right? Mm-hmm. So for our communities that you know are lower income, we should be providing these services at a lower income rate so that they're at the table. They're participating and they're included.
0: Thank you for sharing that. That's very important. Um, I guess uh as you were answering, it made me think of uh bike infrastructure and bike lanes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. have residents commented on you know how they feel as they're riding on the streets around, you know, the community. Like, I don't know if there's bike lanes or not. Um Has there been any, yeah, any feedback from them regarding like how safe they feel or how comfortable they feel riding on the street?
1: I don't think we've had enough rides to get that feedback yet. I do anticipate it, though, coming up in our first community bike ride. We're really going to be out there. We're going to be riding and we're going to see what we run into, which is, yeah, I I would think we would need more bike lanes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it could almost double as um, kind of like an audit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything will serve kind of. a purpose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, very interesting. Okay, uh, Ms. Yolanda, did you have any final thoughts?
2: Yeah, I just want the that she mentions that we have bike lines around the streets. I think there's two that it will take you to Long Beach. Okay. So that's a really good one. That <laughs> that I two bike lines that are connected mm-hmm. up. Yeah.
0: I'm not too familiar with the area. Is that typically one of the main destinations?
2: I think it's the, the port, the main port of the harbor okay. area. That one. Mm-hmm. It goes around to Wilmington, and then from Wilmington, you can get through Long Beach. Okay, something like that.
1: I don't think <laughs> we're gonna go that far
2: though. <laughs> not the first time, at least. I'm not try. I'll, oh, okay. I'm not trying. <laughs> Yolanda will tell us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> um... Thank you for listening. This episode is part of a series on electric mobility, exploring the rise of e-bikes and EVs among Latino communities. And we would really love to hear from you. Do you have an e-bike or an EV? Please send us a short voice recording of what that experience has been like for you wherever you live. Our email is podcast at gmail.com. Gracias. Hasta la próxima.